Welcome to yet again another edition of Unplugged and In Charge. My name is Weza. Weza, that guy. Never chilling alone. I'm always here with somebody, and it better be somebody cool. And this time around, I'm here with Mr. Von Thiel. Yeah, man, we're two comrades short today, though. <laughs> two unplugged comrades are short. They unplugged but, uh, themselves. But I'm out here. Yeah, my name is Vaughn. I go by the name of Vaughn, that other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm with Weza. <laughs> Vaughn, that other guy. But otherwise, just Vaughn the poet, man. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Vaughn, man, uh, do you still have some of your poetry? Do you still recite? Do you still do that stuff? Yeah, yeah, man. I have. I've actually... I, I slacked off a bit Yeah uh, I wasn't writing enough And uh-huh. um, I started again bro So I've been writing a bit Playing with some ideas Yeah I'm, I'm talking to, I'm talking to a guy now We're looking to Maybe start recording some stuff You uh-huh. know Mixing it up Like making yeah. some music Making some poetry Alright yeah. And you and me bro We're gonna work too Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so are, are you still gonna grace us With some of your poetry Maybe in the near future Yeah yeah for sure Definitely Actually um, I'm gonna be somewhere On Saturday I'm talking at um, A Sia Bangena seminar Okay uh, On Saturday mm. And uh I'm gonna yeah I'll, I'll end it off with a with a poem like I like I usually like yeah, I usually do you know I've gotta keep that flavor yeah. <laughs> gotta put that touch yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah man so uh, uh, yeah it's a, it's a good it's a good release you know I think everybody should have a bit of a release when it comes to uh, your everyday life have a creative yeah. have a creative release it's it's nice man have you always been a poet no not not always um I only really started writing and taking it somewhat seriously in about I'll say about five years ago maybe just after school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but and then it took like a break, and then it was about two years into university I started up again. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I've always been like interested in words and writing and art and that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, man. Actually, you normally find that a lot of people are interested in you know some form of art. You know, whether it is drawing or whether it is poetry. Yeah. It's interesting how you've taken that so-called hobby, and it was actually your first. Um, step into radio because I yeah. mean when you were still doing the segment with Ari uh, it, it was one of the things that you were doing right yeah all the time man mm. like I'd write I'd, I'd freestyle I'd write poetry I'd do all yeah. those cool things it was actually one of the things that um, you know when I when I first auditioned left a bit of an impression which was yeah. which is great yeah so like you never know these little things that you're interested in if you start building them yeah you never really know what they what doors they can open yeah, and, yeah it's, I mean it's, imagine one day you were still writing there trying to come up with with uh, you know your simple rhymes, and then yeah. someone was dissing you, like, "What the hell are you doing?" You're like, "Hey, one day this is gonna make me famous." Ah, shut up! Don't <laughs> <me>. <laughs> well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. I mean, it's, there's a, a lot of people have their own uh, stories, you know, and it's yeah. um, it's a, it's awesome to hear all the different ways people have done things. Yeah, um, and it's not really always a blueprint for how other young people should do it, but the blueprint is in the action, you know. Yeah. So, so it's like. You know, find that thing. You know, explore yourself. Try mm. different things. Be, be interested. Be, find your interests, and then be um, brave enough to 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 somewhat pursue them. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, that's really really cool. I've actually got some really good news for you. Oh, if yeah? uh, you have been using the Uber um, taxis for transportation, the good news is that um, Uber went down by twenty percent three a.m. this morning, and the crowd goes wild. And the Uber drivers go mad. <laughs> the, the, the truth, the truth is, like uh, Uber is such a convenient service, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's it's been it's been a saving grace for me a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, you know, those days, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and, and, and I understand why they're cutting it now because, mm. yo, nobody really wants to be standing outside even for five minutes in the winter waiting for the Uber. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have to cut the prices to get the people 
in the cars during winter period. Yeah, I mean, one thing one thing I I've always felt was that um, the Uber service is great, but I've always felt that yo it it was a bit pricey, especially if you want to yeah. do a bit of a long trip. Let's say you're going from from Joburg to Pretoria, maybe for some quick yeah. um, audition or whatever you're going for. Normally, then you you feel the punch in your pocket, and <laughs> you kind of have a lump. <laughs> you see that? You, you know when you hit that fair estimate, you're like, hold up, like, ah, nah, shut up, this thing, <laughs> I'm done. Normally, you look at that fair estimate, you're hoping for the smaller amount, yes. like ah, maybe nyana. <laughs> but sometimes they chow you. They say they between, let's say between five hundred. And 750 But then you're like But hey guys 250 That's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot. Don't tell me between there Because then you You know they sell you With the low one You look at the low one You're like okay 500 yeah. Okay maybe you know maybe. But then you, when you get out That car my guy That, that email comes Six, I, 670 <laughs> <laughs> I mean yesterday I, I was dependent on Uber Quite a lot Because I needed to To do quite a lot of things Yesterday yeah. Um in terms of voiceovers, then this, then that, yeah. then that. And I, I chose a random day to fix the car. It, it had like some ball bearing sound at the back sure. of the wheel, whatever. So, yo, guys. And I ended up having to use an Uber, you know, to come to Johannesburg and then to go back home again yo. to Pretoria. Jeez, man. That's a trip. Yeah. I felt the punch, yeah, man. I, know. I even had a limp this morning yeah, at the gym. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way my bank account is set up. Yo, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's good news that, that you know, the whole 20% reduction is happening. Yeah. I just hope, I was just wishing it happened when I wanted to use it, you know, yesterday, not today. Yeah. Hey. But anyway, it's still a good thing. It's, it is, it is a good thing. We're but all happy but about you know that. what? Yesterday, being stuck in traffic in an Uber, I thought, you know what would, what would work perfectly now? And I want to paint this idea in case you're listening and then you take it and then I, you, you heard it here first. It is patent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what if we had Uber bikes? Motorbikes. Yeah. Because in a high dense, in a high traffic zone where it's just traffic all the way, mm. you wish you could just hop onto a bike and get to that meeting a little bit quicker. Mm, mm. And if you could just Uber that bike, it gets here, you get Quick. lifted, zwing, there yeah. you go. It would be, be dope. Imagine like you get like our helmets that then have the GPS coordinates in a section. So when the guy's driving, he doesn't have to look down at his, 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 his phone. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now you just took it to that Batman level. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, let's, let's go big. Yeah. Well, that, that, I think that would be a really cool idea. Yeah, and I mean, would, I, I think I would use that. Yeah, yeah. Especially I, I around town, like quick little trips. Sitting in that mm. Uber, looking at those bikes go past Ish. and feeling like, you know what? If I could just ask this guy for a lift, yeah. I would do it right Couple now. Because I'm guy. so late. <laughs> you know, and it's really something that is, but, but it's, I mean, it's, it's been cool. Uber is amazing. Yeah. And, man. um, we're just hoping for the best for the future. Maybe another 20% reduction. Who knows? Fees must fall, Baba. Yeah, they must fall. Uber, Uber <laughs> fees must fall. But uh, I'm, I'm very happy about these technological uh, developments. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's brilliant, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's the future. I mean, I'm talking about the future. It's your last chance to, uh, register this, this weekend to vote. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. This young, is it. Yeah. So if you forgot last time, then this is, this is pretty much it. My man, now it's now it's real. Now it's real. You have to you have to get down to the polls. Like, I was I was thinking actually the other day I was a part of a, a focus group uh, in Bromfontein. Mm-hmm. They they emailed me asking me to um to uh to attend a, a marketing campaign uh, of some sorts that they were that they're looking to to launch. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot really disclose the uh, the the information, the brands and whatnot. But yeah. but I I can tell you about an idea that I sort of said um 
that I would do for a voting campaign. And I think, you know, it'd be interesting to hear your take on this and everyone mm-hmm. listening at home too. Because, you know, it's a, it's a very interesting time we live in and, and even in the advertising world and the creative space. Because it's almost like it's where the power lies now, you know. People are creatively translating their feelings and their frustrations in arts and, 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 and music and uh, TV and, and the whole lot, um, which they've done throughout the years. But, I mean, now in our generation we can – we can see the new stuff that's coming out and how it's translating the issues that we feel we're facing, you know, mm. which is pretty cool. And um, so this this whole campaign was about trying to get people to vote, you know, obviously, um, trying to increase the amount of voters that, that actually go to the polls on the day and put an X next to who they believe should run our nation. And, mm. um, yeah, we were just throwing around ideas and we sort of workshopped the one they had. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I was thinking it would be really cool for for like a TV advert, bro. Imagine... Imagine a, a scene where it's like young people all over South Africa, right? Like, but it's like cutting between different parts of South Africa. Mm. And, it's, and these young people are like this protest. Like, like, let's say they take scenes from Fees Must Fall. They take, um, they take scenes of taxi riots and protests for service delivery. And it's like all these, these scenes cutting between East and Cape, Gauteng, all these places cutting between. And, and, but, yeah. but, but the trick is that there's absolutely no sound. Nothing. It's quiet. Like you see the people screaming, shouting, singing, dancing, burning, whatever it is, throwing, but there's no sound. It's all quiet. But you can see in their faces that they, they, they're meaning what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like it, it, it focuses on the story of one specific young person in that crowd. And, it, and that young person then, as they move towards the polls to vote, it's still quiet. But the minute they put down the X next to a, a box, the sound comes back like, wow. And then you hear all the noise because it's the only way you really have a voice. Yo. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I literally had like goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, bro. When, when I just thought of, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, bro. Like I was, I was, saying, I was like, that's how I would and we should creatively, you know, trans, translate the, the real message, which is a voice. You know, it's our only voice. And it's, that's true. It's to put an X next to the thing, man. You can complain on Twitter all you like, but uh Hey bro, no one no one changed the world on Twitter. You know, you gotta you gotta change the world by by, by doing something. You know, Twitter's a great tool and it's a great awareness tool and it's a great conversation starter and you know, for a mm. whole lot of reasons. But the real stuff always comes down to what do you do, you know, what do you actually yeah. do. Yeah. Hey, yeah, and, and and currently the country is actually facing quite a lot. I'm, I was listening, um, you know, to a couple of talk shows, and they were talking about how um, we currently uh, our um, in the political climate is such that the guys are focusing on politics rather than governance. Sure. Well, that, and then there's actually quite a big difference there because I mean politics is literally politics. Who said what? When did why say yeah. who? Why on is this day? Why I, are you still here? Type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then governance is literally implementing some of the policies that have been you know put in place and making yeah. sure that certain things get done, making sure that the country is moving forward economically and everything. And that's mm. and and I want I I wondered to myself, but um, how important is it really that we focus so much on is Zuma sitting is, is Zuma going is Zuma if 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 it means that the Rand is is busy you know mm. fall or if the Rand is, is is facing some hard times the economy faces a hard time mm. because guys are focusing on politics rather than trying to keep the economy stable mm. are we really you know uh, is it big is it uh, you know is it big bigger picture thinking when we're doing that because mm. I mean 
if I'm focusing on, no, but Vaughn, Vaughn must go, Vaughn must... Meanwhile, the house is burning, but I'm like, no, Vaughn must go first. We'll deal with the house, but Vaughn must mm, go. Mm, mm. But but the house is burning, guys. Mm. If Vaughn goes and we took too long to get Vaughn out and the house is, is, is burnt down, the country's mm. reduced to junk status mm. by the time you've finally managed to get this guy out... But what now? Like now you must rent, now you must try sail a sinking ship. Now you're gonna mm. sail it with excuses. Mm. No, no, you see because of because this of. was because of mm. you know and and that that's now another bad. I thing. I think that's an interesting perspective. I, I you know I I do think though that you know generally the fish does rot at the head. Um, if you look if you look at things, so mm. I understand the calls for for Zuma to go. Um, I, of course I support it, man. I mean it's it's enough for me in my opinion. Enough enough is enough, you know. But um, at the same time I do think that there's a a level of responsibility the citizens should take mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in not only making that happen, but in recovering what you call now a, a falling economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the climate is set by governments. I mean, governments and our, you know, political endeavors and deals and, and whatnot set the climate for the country with regards to the econo- the economy. Um, but at, at the same time, you know, within the country right now, there are, there are people with money, the people with, um, opportunity that they can, that if they used it correctly, they could better the, um, the the status of a lot of uh, a lot of young people and a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, because maybe the the key to to resurrecting an economy apart from leadership is creating young entrepreneurs and giving young entrepreneurs a platform to to thrive and to create business uh, mm-hmm. within within the country. So yeah, I do think that there's a an area that uh, I agree with you in the, in that sense that that people can take responsibility um, for and 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 not only focus on Zuma because. Losing Zuma is a step forward. Con- yes, uh, I completely agree. But it is not the complete solution. Uh, the complete solution is still going to lie with with us, and especially us young people. You know, we we need to kind of create new ways of of functioning, um, and new ways of thinking about business, and new ways of thinking about our economy and our country, so that mm-hmm. we can create these ways that are needed to create a, a, a progressive um, sort of nation. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you in that. But I do I do think that there's 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 there is some merit in um the fights that are going on i mean even amongst the nc they're divided now you've seen um there's a couple of uh big names that are very much for zuma falling because mm. you know i think there is there is it's come to the point where it's like yo hey no. guys mm. we've been we've been like fighting the same thing and maybe it's time now we do we do have a, reg- a regime shift you know within yeah. the nc i think as a party Perhaps this, perhaps that would be the smartest political move the ANC could do. I think they did miss an opportunity when the impeachment went in. Mm. Um, but you know, it's never too late. They're they're a great organization with tremendous history and um, tremendous uh, values, and there's good people within that organization that are good leaders. Um, and just like in South Africa, we've got to rise together and form common goals. And uh, whoever opposes those common goals must fall, regardless of who you are. Mm. That's how I feel about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a pretty um, sensitive time for mm. for quite a lot of things, mm. you know. Um, because now it is: are you loyal to to Zuma or are you loyal to the country and the and the ANC? And mm. it, it's all sorts of things that it calls for all sorts of questions, especially now amongst the people in power. The Very ones so. who, who have the you know the options of of voting this way or that way, yeah. And um, I think one one of the things that I I strongly feel um, Zuma does certainly have is a genius of how to 
how to create connections and lasting loyal connections. Yeah, no, Zuma's a Zuma's a, a, a very very good um mafia boss. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's really sub, it's like he's he's planned this for a long time. Yeah. You know, I mean we we can see from the impeachment of Mbeki you know, it's all just sort of fallen into place for him. So chess for, for, player. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, a, he's an mm. excellent chess player. You know, he's played the orchestra just as he wants it. Yeah. He's given us, he's sung the song that a lot of people want to do here. And yeah. then he, you know, others, he just, he quiets them down. You know, he's, mm. he's, 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 he's moved, man. He's a political survivor. He's proved yeah, that yeah. throughout his career, you know. Mm. Um, but then again, like that's where exactly your, your first point, you know. There is, um, that's where that line comes in is like, what are we admiring? Are we admiring the politics or the governance? Are mm. we admiring the politics or the leadership? Um, and from that perspective, I think there's, there's not real, there's no real leadership. There's no real governance. There's, there's a very good political game that's been played. Mm. And, um, if you very objective and emotionally detached, you could say hats off to your political game, but come on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's lead. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he's had a lot of flops. He's also had a lot of really cool things about him as well in terms of yeah. things that, that the country has achieved, you know, within his tenure. He's only got how many years left? Has he got two years left? I think it's 2019, yeah. So, yeah, plus Ooh, minus. 2019 feels so far, guys. It does, my guy. Ooh. And that's, that's the <laughs> that, thing. That's, that's what gives people sleepless nights, yeah, right? Yeah, bro. Because, like, you know, like now, mm. imagine now in two years, like if it carries on in the same way, it needs to really change, bro. Otherwise, we, we're not in for a good next five years. I think, I mean, if I was, if, if I was in his position mm. and uh, I, I'm thinking, hey, man, these guys are going to out, you know, they, they're going to mm. just take me out and, and probably yeah. renew all my cases when I step down, I would try and, you know, Make the deal. Bank money. Yeah. Put money aside. Do things like the Panama guy. <laughs> I was so relieved that Jacob Zuma's name didn't come up. But, that. <laughs> but I see, I see. I was like, I ooh, Skanda. I you see know, his son came one. out though. No, no, that, it's, it's, his, it's not his son. Oh. It's, it's his, um, it's his, I, I think it's his nephew mm. or, or something like that. Mm. It, but it's not, it's not direct. Direct fam. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause that was a big I mean, one too. It's just, the the whole thing of Zuma, the name, the surname now, Ish, too much. Ish, dog. This surname carries so much weight, My you brother. know. And I have a friend who is a Zuma. She, her mom, is actually Jacob Zuma's, you know, sister. Oh, and yeah, man. So I'm sure. I mean, she's feeling it too, yeah, you know, because I mean, everybody feels it, and yeah. it, it, um, certain pressures are then they apply to everybody. Yeah, man. Of course, I can I can imagine, man. That mustn't be easy, bro. Yeah, that mustn't be easy. Um, but do you know that in Germany, the surname Zuma is quite celebrated because of the footballer. Do you remember the? Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's actually quite a popular figure there. I remember having a chat to him once, and they used to yeah. call him Zuma the Puma because apparently <laughs> he used to pounce on all the women that side. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> he was a killer, bro. <laughs> he was a main guy. Oh my goodness! So it runs in the. Yeah. It runs in the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm now, glad you said it. Um, now with this whole Panama, these Panama papers, I've been hearing about the whole week. Hectic. I, I was actually quite shocked that uh, Cristiano, I mean um, Lionel Messi's, Messi's name, name came yeah. up, but Messi's been Messi's been in the spotlight for a while now with tech stuff. Yeah, you know, I tax mean, evasion and you know it's it was not just him alone. I mean Neymar was also yeah, named once. Neymar, there's Vladimir Putin there from mm. from Russia. David Cameron's huge. Apparently, mm. London is the the nest like, yeah. where it's all coming from. You know. So I'm sure there's a couple of footballers, a lot of celebrities, you know. There's a terabyte hard drive that was released, bro. Can Jeez. you imagine? 
Can you imagine the one? And where did Kulubuse find these guys? Like, I, my brother. <laughs> sometimes I, you wonder <laughs> what happens. Do you get that straight email? Was it in? I, I was thinking to myself, was yeah. it one of those emails like, "Hey, you've just won five hundred million <laughs> from the U.S. lottery." Just you know, yeah, click did, here did, to claim so, your winnings. You know, so did Lionel Messi get an email saying, "Hey, you can yeah. now save your money tax free." <laughs> click here, and then he clicked, and then Kulubuse ah. got the same thing. <laughs> like, click here. Oh, I just clicked. I didn't and, know. And, and at the bottom, they've got like a like a you know how on websites where they say our clients. At the yeah. bottom, they've said previous winners, Messi, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, this is legit. <laughs> this is legit. <laughs> No, it's, it is interesting. Uh, maybe it came through a poke there on Facebook. I said, who's this man? Enter. You know? Facebook message. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it works, bro. Cause, cause, I mean, where do you find these guys? That, Dude. it's always been a question of mine. It's, it's like when I told my mom the, uh, about the Illuminati yeah. and, and all these things that, that people are into or that they are allegedly into. Yeah. You know, you see things on Instagram and so on. And my mother asked, where do they, where do they meet Satan? Like, where do they, <laughs> where, where? Like, you walk and walk and you're like, hey, hello, uh, uh, listen, I want to be part of it. <laughs> What's happening? Ah, it's hot today. I know it's hot, but nice shoes. Hey, listen, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to join? Give you man. Ah, my brother, it's crazy. You, I always want. But you know what it is though, is I think, um, you know, like, if you look at it, Life is so full of these different spheres where people operate in, right? Mm. I mean, somewhere in the world right now, um, there might be people that maybe look at you and your connections and be like, oh, I wonder how these guys do it. I wonder how these guys meet up and make these things happen and operate and are always mm. in the limelight, are always, you know, getting into the right spaces with the right people. I wonder yeah. how they do it, you know? And, and that's, we just like a small level, you know? And then I think we look up at those guys and be like, Jesse, we now aware of this one percent that exists in the world that runs most of the wealth, mm-hmm. and can you imagine the reality of their world, bro, of their lives? Like their reality is completely different to what we know. Like it's it's almost it's it's chalk and cheese, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they operate on a, in another space. They, these guys are talking about wars, bro, about like funding rebel groups in certain countries to start causing conflict to. To so like, that they can get the yeah, oil for a lower yeah. price because everyone's still focusing on the fight. You know what I mean? They fund the group and after funding the group, they've got to go and destroy that group because now that group got balls and started going into their territory. And I'm not mentioning any names, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that type of things hap- that type of thing happens a lot in the world, bro. And, and, and the capitalists and the real, the real money makers and the real 1%, surely they have a say in those type of things, man. Cause, mm-hmm. Someone gets rich off someone else's pain and, and unfortunately, like the world's in pain, bro. And yeah. someone's someone's benefiting off of that somewhere. So yeah, it's a scary it's a scary reality, you know, and it's something that I don't think we'll understand just by reading a book. I think it's you have to experience it and these guys know how to operate amongst each other. And I think they have a like a very good selection process too about how they choose these people to to be part of what they do, you know, what benefit do they bring, what money do they have. You know what can they add to the organization, and then they 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 find a way to make that happen, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> well, it, it is quite scary. The big bad world is a scary place. But one one thing that I I definitely think though is that we as young people, you know, have power to just 
you know, just just try and make our little corner of the world a little bit better. That's you know, true. all these other things that you can't ha- have control over that um that might be happening somewhere out there. You might just hear about them on radio, on TV, or something. But you you ultimately have power to just you know just shape your world. Definitely, man. Mm. Like I completely agree with that. Someone the other day asked me. How do you change the world? I mean, like, like, first of all, what kind of question is that? Like, do I, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not Einstein, bro. I'm not, I'm not Nostradamus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's good, like, what to say to, 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 to answer that kind of question. Cause it's so, it's so relative to everyone's situation. But the one thing you can say, and the one thing I did say to that person was, you change your world first. You know, mm. you change the way you think about your world and your immediate little life. Yeah. And then you do that with the purpose of expanding it and so on and so on. And then hopefully, mm that ripple effect then influences other people to change theirs. And in the bigger picture of things, if we all create a common goal and a common culture and something that we all linked in together, mm-hmm. bro, I don't think that there's a government or a organization that could easily rule masses of people with the same ideology. You know, yeah. and that's exactly why they introduce us to different ideologies that appeal to different people in different situations, which are created by them in the first place to have conflict because when we divide it, they can rule. Mm. But when we're together, we stand. Mm. And I mean, uh, like we said once before, I mean, uh, a soccer match is made by the players and not the referee. The government is a referee, but we, the people have the power, the power to make this um, an amazing place mm. with an amazing experience. They always say that uh, the the people make a place what it is, you know. So mm. when pe- someone says Some, South Africa is a beautiful place, they're not always just referring to the the scene and everything, mm. but they're sometimes referring to the type of people that of course, you meet there, of course. the type of people and and the type of uh, you know vibe that they have going on and and all those things really. Mm. So we're mm. about to chat now to a gentleman who's actually done quite a lot. Um, when it comes to that ripple effect that Vaughn's talking about, this gentleman right here has created something that's actually quite amazing. Um, he's founder and CEO of Siabangena Seminars. Now, um, this is a company that empowers SMMEs by bringing high-end speakers um, to to them. And, you know, they have these amazing dialogues. So we're going to chat to the gentleman and we're going to hear about what they're doing to actually make the world a better place. And this is things that I really think that you can actually get quite a lot of insight from it. Things that I think you can draw quite a lot from. And maybe you can learn a thing or two. Maybe um, as you starting your big thing. Cool. So this gentleman is going to join us right after this. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You want a bad bitch like this? Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Like, cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. Back. On my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight. Never chase that. Never stop like we bring an 88 back. What? Bring the hood scene where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. Be did departed. Swagger on super. I can't shop in no department. 
Uber over all. I thought you knew that, knew that I'd be the I. G G Y. Put my name in bold. I've been working, I'm up in here with some change to throw. I'm so fancy. So I did mention that I was going to have someone really, really cool in the studio today. And now this gentleman right here has actually done quite a lot. Uh, he is the CEO of uh, Siabangena Seminars. Now, this is a company that empowers township SMMEs by bringing high-end speakers uh, to come and, and speak to them. It also provides opportunities for disadvantaged and unemployed young people and uh he's actually got an interesting story and and uh you know quite a lot about him uh please let's welcome the gentleman himself um he is Smusiso Tongwane. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, my brother. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Smusiso. Thank you guys for having me here. Thank you for coming through, brother. It's always a pleasure to have really cool people that have done <laughs> some really cool things. Thanks, Jens. Thank cool, you. man. So uh, welcome. You're now part of the tribe of superstar leaders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah man. So, so tell us a bit about yourself, brother. Um, Spusisafanwani, township boy, um, straight from the hood in Soweto. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler, mm. and I'm just like any other individual out there. But the one thing I do know about myself, I'm a guy that just goes for anything that yeah. his instinct tells me to go for. Yeah, yeah proper. I make things happen. You make things happen. Yep. That's, that's fantastic, man. Thanks, bro. I mean, how, how did you start making things happen? Where, where did, where did this whole mindset start for you? Um, were, were there any influential people in your life that said, you know what, kid, this is how you need to live life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's my background where I come from. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and my grandmother. Yeah. I was raised by women, you know, and I think those two people were actually played a big, big, mm-hmm. huge, um, parts in my life and yeah. there was so much influence you know mm-hmm. I remember when I was in grade 2 when the teacher asked us what do we want to become well other kids were saying they want to become a nurses policemen doctors I was the only one who said to them I want to become a president oh. you know? yeah. at that time 
I didn't realize and notice, but now that I've grown and I'm the man I am today, yeah. I see that I've always had leadership qualities in me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you still want to be the president? I'm the president of my company. Oh yeah. Okay. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Shout I mean, out. you you can be the president but but the title itself does not necessarily have to mean political yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. it can even mean, you know, just taking leadership in wherever role Absolutely. that you're in. Absolutely. It's ah, very it's very interesting space that you guys operate in. You 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 um oh, obviously you own uh Siabangina seminars. Yeah. Um and you host these talks all over all over South Africa. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, have you got any sponsors that have jumped on board with you guys? Anyone that's backing you, or are you guys sort of self-sustainable? How, so, how are you operating as a as an enterprise? Honestly, right now, self-sustainable. You know, mm-hmm. um, I remember the first time that we did in June last year yeah. at Sawitsu Theatre. The only sponsor we had was uh, the city of Johannesburg, mm-hmm. whom they sponsored us with the venue. Okay, and I think actually even this year as well. Because mm-hmm. there's eight more that you're going to be doing, but strictly around Joburg. Mm-hmm. But with this one now, the one that's happening this coming Saturday, uh, in Sanson, the main sponsor there is API. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. But to answer that in a different way, we've always been self-sustainable, you know? Yeah. And the kind of message I also want to give to young people there, I, there's always someone sending me an email. They're mm-hmm. always asking for funding. They're always asking for money or something. Things do, n- no one will come and fund you or give you money if you're not taking the first step, you know? Yeah. So you need to be the one that's going to put in the leg first before I put in my leg as well. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's like someone gave me an analogy once. They said, um, if you're driving on the highway and you see a guy stuck um, on the side of the road yeah. and it's raining, yeah. you know, if he's just sitting in his car, you're not going to pull over and help. No. <laughs> but if you see him outside pushing his car in the yeah. rain, you're going to stop and, and help him. And it's a, it's a similar thing. So just like you said, taking, taking the responsibility first and, and showing people what you want to do and, exactly. and let the right ones buy into it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. I like that. I like the example. Yeah. It's man. a good example. Yeah. This is pretty cool. So now, um, we, I, I'm trying to understand before we get into, you know, what you guys are doing mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. still trying to understand more or less, you know, what conditions did you start off with? Because you're saying that you didn't really have much funding in yeah. the beginning. You you grew up in in Joburg, I'm assuming. Yeah, Soweto. Cool stuff. I'm a Soweto so boy. this Soweto boy yeah. had the dream of becoming the president. He decided to um, to uh, you know after school, what did he do, and how did he become president of his company? Um, when I finished off university, I could not study further. All right, no. what did you study? No, not, not high school, I mean. Oh, okay, yeah. And I went to varsity and I studied mining engineering, but I could not further my studies. Yeah. And when I could not further my studies, I noticed that, yes, I wanted to become a mining engineer in life. Yeah. You know? But there was something deeper than that within my instincts, you know? Yeah. In my heart. I've always wanted to become an entrepreneur. Oh. Even though I was in the fight, I was in the field of studying that mining engineering degree. At the yeah. end of the day, I wanted to become a mining mogul. Mm. I didn't want to become a mining engineer. Yeah. And, um, when I found that there was not, I was not going to be able to study. What I did, study further, I mean, what I did yeah. was study company, which is going to, which was called Siwangena. Yeah. So imagine you're not able to study and you're always at home mm. or you maybe at the gym or yeah. maybe you're with your boys or your girl. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always constantly doing the same thing. So I was like, how's about I put in the same energy I put in, in these things that I think they're not getting me nowhere. Mm-hmm. Into something positive mm-hmm. Let me go and knock on doors 
mm. uh, corporate doors, uh, government doors, whomever it may be. Mm. I know someone's going to listen to me. Mm. But let me tell them about who I am and what company I have. So I saw the niche within the market that so many young people are, un- are unemployed. And as much as they are unemployed, let's start something that's going to help young people gather in one space, listen to people whom they look up to mm. and inspire and network and talk amongst each other about the different opportunities that we have, you know? Mm. And I'm just going to be upfront about it. The majority of people who are unemployed in this country are actually black, you know? Yeah. And I was like, guys, we need to start something. We mm. need to make sure that if you are unemployed, you can also become an entrepreneur. Mm. Just come and listen to the right people. Mm. And speaking about that, it's actually in Siabangena Seminars right now, which is called, the main company is called Siabangena Companies. So Siabangena Seminars is one of the elements within Siabangena Companies. Mm. We've started something called Siabangena Investments. Mm. So we're launching it this coming Saturday. So if you are out there with an amazing idea, if you want to launch something, if you think that you can become the next Bill Gates of South Africa, the next Patrice Mutsipe, actually the next you, Mm. That you know that's going to be greater than everyone else You come and pitch to us We listen to you If your idea is amazing And if it's worth an investment We're putting money into your company mm. So we'll have different investors From different companies They listen to you You pitch to us And then Yeah, yeah. That's really good man It's yeah. like a platform A platform for people to generate ideas And yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and actually give them a, a place to, to, to win this funding that they that they're so desperately sure, need. Bro. That's sure. dope, man. Quite a lot of young people find that um they, they, they are a bit skeptical or maybe just a little bit worried about their big bright idea getting stolen by someone with a lot of money. Mm. So with these with these um with these type of things where you actually have to come and you have to pitch and you have to explain your idea and so on, what type of protection um, is a young person guaranteed of or what what boxes should they tick before coming to such a thing to make sure that they're protected or maybe that their ideas are protected that it's it's theirs and and not mm-hmm. and some rich guys not just going to bully them off of it because <laughs> i mean th- this is a, a worry of it happens everywhere long. yeah it happens everywhere you know i can't really say come there and then your idea is not going to be stolen you can even pitch to someone in a taxi and tell them about your idea. Still, your idea is going to be stolen by them, you know? Yeah. You can tell your aunt and then your yeah. aunt steals your idea. You can tell your best friend. Your best friend steals your idea. Yeah. So I'm not going to say people are guaranteed that the ideas are not going to be stolen or mm. if there's a platform that says that the ideas are not going to be stolen, which I believe as the president and the CEO of the company, that ideas will not be stolen. Mm. You just come into us, you pitch to us, and then if your idea or... Whatever that you believe that you can produce is believable to also us and it's worth investing. Mm. Yeah. And we invest in it. It's only that mm. simple. Yeah, you can see that you've got a genuine intention in this. So, I do. Yeah, you can see it, man. And you can see that um, it would be counterproductive for Sia Bangena yeah. to ever even think of taking that idea without empowering that person because your whole model is about empowering young people. Sure. So you want to put them in a place where they can operate in on their on their own level. You yeah, know? I don't think you know, I like what you just said, Juan. I'm 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 really not that person and mm, yeah. neither is my partner mm-hmm. and also my colleagues within the company. You know, when you come from the struggle, if you yeah. come from the bottom, you understand where the other person comes from yeah. as well. You know? I we're not climbing the ladder of success by climbing on top of other people's heads. Mm. Yeah. We want to take the step hand in hand with one another. Mm. Yeah. So that's why it's called Siabangena. Mm-hmm. Siabangena means that we're all going for whatever that's we want as a unit, as a group. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine Jacob Zuma saying the same thing. I am not that person. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was before. Yeah. That was before Gaza. <laughs> I come from the struggle. Yeah. Two. Yeah. I, I am not, not that, that person. person. <laughs> and one, two, yeah. three, in Kanza. Boom. All right. So this is actually quite cool. I think. Um, uh, well, I've I've heard many different ways in which you can actually protect your stuff because when you have an idea, it actually is yours. It's intellectual property. Yes. Some of the things young people can do. I've heard that uh, you could, for instance, type the whole thing out and then email it to yourself and then don't open the email. Exactly. This is actually a way oh, to, uh, yeah, it's That's actually a way good, to, to, great. to say, no, that this is mine. And, uh, I, I thought of this at this time. Here's the date. Here's everything. Yeah. And, and here's the whole thing documented. That's actually something that happened in the whole Facebook, uh, saga back in the day when Zuckerberg took the original idea from those jocks that were in his, um, in his, in his varsity. Yeah. Cause they had come up with the initial thought pattern around what it is they want to achieve. Zuckerberg yeah. was obviously the genius behind the algorithms and making it yeah. happen. But he took the idea and said, Hey, that sounds like something. He went, he did it and he made it happen. Yeah. And, and, and those guys actually had proof that, that they had thought of this. And, yeah. you know, down, you know, a couple of years down the line, they got paid out 60 odd million dollars yeah. for their contribution. But so they were just some jocks who would have never even million. done anything. No, but, but what, but what I'm saying is that, but yeah, 600, 600 million. So you're right. Is it yeah. Dollars? Yeah, dollars. Oh my gosh. So, so, so if you look at it, right. <gasps> so if you, if you, if you look at it, it's, it's, it's so crazy. That's exactly what you said. Now they were just some jocks that just thought of some crazy and thing. And they probably wouldn't have done anything but about it. But they had it. the, yeah. they had the documentation. They, they made sure that even in their ignorance or whatever it may be, yeah. they put something down that could prove their, their worth. So, yeah. you know, young people out there, take note of that. Do, do something about that. And then just a, just a quick one too, Spoo. I want to ask you a couple of things about, um, cause I see now you've branched into, uh, seminars. You're going into investments. Are there any other, other avenues that Siabangen is looking to go into within the next year? Is there, is there, is there an ultimate vision? Are you wanting to create like a, 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 a company that has many different arms or are you keeping it strictly youth empowerment? No, actually, Vaughn, we actually want to create the company to, into different arms. Another way that we're also looking into, because I've got a lot of friends who are in the TV industry, the media industry. So, and I've noticed that we've got a lot of corporate clients as well. So what we have decided to do is that with the people that I know, a lot of young people look up to, let's say a specific corporate is looking for, Vaughn. Mm. They want Vaughn to come and speak at the function. Mm. They get Vaughn through Siabangena. Oh, okay, yeah. So like Vaughn, yeah, so Vaughn now is able to go and speak at Transnet, at ESCOM, mm. at mm. SAP, at mm. API, you know? They get Vaughn through Siabangena. And another one is what well, we also do marketing and research and promotions, branding, and all these type of things for corporate as well. Mm. So Siabangena is not only a Youth company, but there's a lot of different. But there's things. a lot of different awesome. things that's happening within the company. Is that is that um something you you personally like in your own capacity that you 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 um you kind of tried and, and failed it as a young person? I'm pretty sure yeah. going going up to this point you mm-hmm. failed a couple of times. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with failure? <sighs> My brother, you know, I think okay. I'm just gonna answer pers- with, yeah, with the yeah. way I understand it. I think how how as a person you do with failure is in terms of your background, you know. Mm. Um, when I was young, I didn't have much, mm. you know. So when I never had much, not having much somehow, somehow makes you strong. Mm. So I failed so many times in so many things, especially at school. Mm. So the minute you become, you, you fail, 
you can either believe that you're a failure in life or you can either learn from your mistakes and try mm. and do something better. Mm. But how I deal with failure is whenever I don't, I don't actually believe in the word failure. Yeah. I believe in, I took a wrong road yeah. that's going to actually lead me to the right destination. Okay. You know, that's really I believe, I believe in that. So if let's say, Someone will say I failed in something specific mm. I don't think I failed in that That was just a learning curve for me mm. To get to where I need to be Yo, that's, you know? that's very cool man yeah. You know you know, I think yeah, South Africa definitely needs more people like you man With, Thanks, the, same, with the same mentality Thanks, I think bro. it's I think it's really great that you put yourself out there um, And you, 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 know, you speak to people You try and empower the youth yeah. um, We all know that it takes a lot of courage It takes a lot of bravery I mean even myself and Wes are playing that space too And it's something we're also very passionate about Oh nice James um, But it's, it's, it's I mean like from my experience And I'm pretty sure you've, you've experienced it too You know the first time So you've got young people listening to the show right now yeah. I mean and they'll listen to it on the podcast forever So we never know who it might reach And those mm-hmm. young people that feel like they want to have a voice But they're shy But they're a bit scared but they're not sure if people will take them seriously. Yeah. I mean, we've all felt th- those fears before. Uh, yeah. You know, how did yeah. how did you overcome those? Speaking of that, um, young people scared of pursuing their dreams. You know, you you are an accountant, but originally you know that you're not supposed to work for someone. You're supposed to become an entrepreneur. Mm. I had options to go and work at the shop, right? I had mm. options to go and become. Whatever my specific degree at the moment wanted me to become. Yeah. But I don't know if I should say, say this on air. Mm. But I think I've got the balls to make it, you know? Mm. I've always believed in that. Mm. And when you start something from the bottom, from the beginning, it's actually much more harder than someone who's actually trying to acquire a degree. Mm. The streets are not like school. Mm. I've got no lecture to tell me. If I'm doing right or wrong mm. The only thing When I'm in the streets hustling The streets are the ones That are going to tell me If I'm doing right or wrong mm. You know There's no Advertisement Of becoming an entrepreneur If you want to become a doctor If you want to become a nurse All these things are shown on TV You can read about them mm. But being an entrepreneur I'm not talking about A businessman An entrepreneur Entrepreneurs are the people That hire businessmen mm. So being an entrepreneur Studying something from the bottom Is actually harder than anything Mm. So that's why I normally say this to my friends Entrepreneurship is the hardest career path ever Mm. Entrepreneurs, I feel that we need to respect those people Mm. So answering your question guys When you said that um, Having the guts to Mm. follow your dream To pursue whatever that you want to pursue I think that even though you are an accountant But you know that you believe in a specific area It'll always eat your instinct So Mm. that's one thing that used to happen with me I'd be like I'm going to take my Mini CV that I've created I do not even know how to create a CV The mm. CV I've always had is my mouth mm-hmm. I speak to people I let them know who I am and what I am about You know, mm. I've been in situations where I've almost Worked at a retail shop But I did not I've never worked for anyone in my life I've mm. always been working for myself mm. So at first it was not CV again It was called Limitless Holdings So Limitless Holdings used to be a consultant An engineering consultant You know, No one taught me these things I had to learn all these things along the way You know, mm. Along the way where I thought I was going Like you were talking about failure of one mm. I've failed so many times mm. But through the failure that has, been, that has been happening in my life It has led me here mm. You know, To mm. them a CEO Um I'm a founder of this business of which I think is doing amazing things and mm. changing young people's lives mm. and giving young people young people the voice, you know? Mm. If I did not go through my experiences, 
Who would have created this? Mm-hmm. There's so many spaces of people creating motivational talks. We are not a motivational talk company. Mm. We're an empowerment company. Mm. We bring out the best in young people. And we tell the ones who are unemployed that, listen, dude, listen, ma'am, you can create something out of your life. You can become a businesswoman. You can become a businessman mm. as well. So it comes down to, it comes down to, um, Deciding, you know, if you've got this passion and this dream that you say eats away at yeah. you while you while you're not pursuing it, mm-hmm. you and if you're scared to do it, think of it in a way that if I don't do this, who will? Yeah. And if I don't do it, who who will? And if the, if no one does, then what will happen to the people that need it? So exactly. you think further than yourself. You exactly. make it bigger than your own situation, exactly. and then that should that should inspire you to. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to push on and, and actually pursue that, that dream Yeah And actually you also think about yourself as well uh, I, You know Throughout everything that was going on in my life You know what I used to tell myself One of my principles is this If I'm in my early 20s I've got so much energy mm. Or even if I'm in my late 20s if As long as you're in your 20s From 18 to 29 You've got so much energy within yourself Rather than partying Rather than focusing on some things that you should not be focusing on, how's about we start focusing on making our dreams come true? Mm. And then when you reach a specific age, later 20s, you'll understand that the reason why you started something at the age of 20 and at the age of 28, you're now already a millionaire. Mm. You will understand why and how important it was for you to start that thing Mm. at that age. Mm. So imagine if you start a business at the age of 30, which I'm not saying it's late, Mm. but speaking to the ones who are young, Starting a business at 30, you can become a millionaire at the age of 40. Not guaranteed as well. But if you're starting a business at the age of 20, with the level of energy that you have yeah. within yourself, you can actually become a businessman or a millionaire at the age of 25. Yeah. So depending on how you use your energy right now, that's it. It determines a lot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now, uh, I, I, I've had um, I, and I've, I've also attended a couple of seminars yeah. with... Um, one of the things he he always emphasizes on is that he is not a humble person. Yeah. <laughs> he would say that to you blatantly. Sure. And he, he even said, if you can show me one day where, where humility has paid a bill, like if you can show me on a statement, you say there, you see that, that, that was humility there. Yeah. Look there. Yeah. You see that money? <laughs> that was humility. He says, then I'll be humble. Yeah. What's your take on that? Um, you know what I've learned from home and from my mom and my grandmother they always used to say this to me respect will take you far where even the greatest education can get you mm. so with that quote for me I believe that you need to focus but being humble is understanding the importance of humanity mm. when I speak to you whether I'm a CEO or I'm a young millionaire or whatever it may be, when I speak to you, I need to speak to you in a way that I would want you to speak to me. Mm. Mm. That's it. I think that's my mm. answer. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's I think it's important, man. I think, uh, look, I I get I understand where Hobbes comes from, and you know how how his personality is. He's very, you know, he's yeah. very hectic like that. But and I and I get where I get maybe he's overlapping. Um, humility and and focus. Like you can have drive and you can have confidence and determination and and um, you know you can have that pride in what you do. But I think in the way you approach everyday people, yeah. the humility and the respect is is vital because at some point you're going to need to do business with another man exactly. who's done 
who's made millions yeah. and who's also a smart yeah. and, and successful businessman. Yeah. And you know, if you got two arrogant guys having a chat, and I don't see much um, collaboration happening. Yeah. You know? and, and also, it depends on what you define being arrogant as. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, and what situation is being arrogant. Yeah. yeah, some people are arrogant in the fact that they're good at what they do, and but when it comes to other people, they humble. Yeah, you that's know? true. So you can be arrogant that and say that you are a businessman. You make so much money. You know, you own this and this and that. But the minute you speak to people. You're able to lower yourself and put yourself on the same level as they are. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Black Coffee had said that uh, he tried to call Vusita Maguire once, and then it went to voicemail, and then the voicemail said, "Hi, this is Vusita Maguire, <laughs> the number one public speaker in the world." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I cannot take your call. And I was like, "Yo." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, you don't even need to talk to him to find out who he is. Jeez, <laughs> man. So, yeah. so I mean, that that level of um, you know self appreciation, I guess, it's almost on that Kanye West level. You know, yeah. when you're like, mm. yeah, hey, yeah. hey, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, I and I think that there's a there's a f- a bit of a distinction for me. I I think you need to. You need to appreciate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But appreciate yourself to yourself, you know? Sure. Yeah. You don't have to force, you don't have to force, I don't have to force Weza's brand on Vaughn. No. Yeah. Vaughn must appreciate it himself. Yes. But I, I shouldn't say, hey, listen, listen, bro, I'm me. the this best yeah. that yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. will never see someone better than me. I need to just say that to myself. I need to believe mm-hmm. it. Um, Black Coffee, for instance, would, would demand that, um, let's say you want an interview with him. He'd say, well, you, it needs to be a cover. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not on the front page, then mm-hmm. I'm not coming. The interview's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Or in fact, if he's gonna come and perform at your concert or whatever, Headliner. he needs to be on yeah. on the poster. His yeah. face yeah. needs yeah. to be on the poster. Yeah. These are just some demands that he he makes because he's just trying to make sure his brand gets known. You know. And I, I kind of don't feel any problem with that. He's just trying to say, look, I've worked a long time to get to where I am. Exactly. And where I am right now, this is what's going to suit my brand. But it's, it's different than from, it's different from, um, going to make your answering machine, uh, yeah. things like, and, I am and, the best in the world. And when yeah. you introduce yourself to someone, be like, hi, my name's Vaughn, the greatest of all time. It's like, come on, bro. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> let, let me decide if you are. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like this one kid, he, he, he's asking me to, to, um, to, to, um, you know, to do some sort of workshop with him okay. or, or help him out all with right, voiceover right. work. And he does it and he says in the thing, hi, my name is, let's say my name is Vaughn. Yeah. I'm, I'm extremely good and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm thinking, I'm whoa, wait, 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 like extremely good. Like if you're extremely good, why you even need my help? Yeah. Like why are you here? Absolutely. Like it, yeah. why, why are you telling me that you're extremely good? Shouldn't yeah. I be the one to say, Listen, kid, you're extremely good. Mm. You actually need to be there. Let yeah. me let me take you there. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, you know, the first part to progression is identifying where you are first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that. I'm, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure you've experienced it. It's first accepting where you are so that you can know where you want to, where yeah. you want to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, guys, this has actually been a really cool. Um, you know, it's almost like a, a nice fireside chat that we've had right here yeah. about all sorts of things, really. Uh, joined by, of course, a really remarkable gentleman uh, doing some really cool things, and and I. 
I really strongly encourage you to do the same. I mean, there is now only a few days left and then the first hundred days of the year will have passed. Sunday actually marks day number hundred. Then from there on, you can actually start to, you know, reevaluate your life. Maybe you can actually start on day 100 to say, okay, what have I done in the last 100 days? What am I doing in the next 100 days? Let me come up with something really cool, something really big. Mm. Something proper. Yes, yeah, speak, Speaking of that, coming up with something really good, you can come to the Seven Guinness Seminar happening this coming Saturday, you know? Mm. As Vaughn said before, he's one of the speakers there. Um, we've got Yvonne Khami, we've got Pamandla uh, Lamini, yeah. and all these people are young entrepreneurs and they Young people who are doing amazing things within yeah. these spaces. So come through to Ingunzi Investments, um, Friedman's House, Friedman Drive, Centen. Cool. 250 a ticket. Make sure that you're there. Bring your crew and just come and get be and be inspired, you know. Cool awesome stuff, stuff, brother. Well, we've heard it from the horse's mouth. We've also had a really cool chat right here. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you really, really much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. This is unplugged and in charge. Always trying to make sure that you become an even better person than you are today. Thank you very much. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.